It's game on for the Timberwolves this season. Your Wolves A to Z right now in the Simon Says Podcast. Here's Wolves Insider and the host of Game On TV, Rod Simons. Hello, Wolves and NBA fans. Great to be back with you. And Happy New Year from the broadcast studios of K-Twin Radio in downtown Minneapolis. Rod Simons for Simon Says the Podcast. Each and every week we write, we talk basketball, we do it all for you. And this week uh, we're pretty excited because the Wolves actually get back to 17 and 17, back to 500, trying to make hay uh, out of the holiday break. As we come to you, they beat the Philadelphia 76ers 126 to 95. Very, very important because the Wolves don't let one of these games get by them. The games that they are supposed to win, let's face it. The Wolves are an upper echelon team, at least we think so. We keep telling you so. The Philadelphia 76ers on the power rankings of USA Today, 28th out of 30 NBA teams. There's no reason the Wolves shouldn't go into Philadelphia and beat them. There's no reason the Wolves should let Philadelphia come into town and get a 19-point lead in the first quarter. Uh, But indeed, the Wolves take care of business tonight and uh, take care of the Philadelphia 76ers in impressive fashion. And, and one of the things before I get to my, my team, my team, and they're back together tonight, sitting on opposite sides of the studio, which is great. Uh, but talking to people and l- just listening to them about how far the wolves have come in a year, and yeah, they're inconsistent. Yeah, they're doing a few things right, doing some other things wrong by not beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. I get that, but this team is actually building. I think the right way and building towards the playoffs. And if you look at some of the other teams in the West, granted the Wolves, not even in the playoffs if they started tonight, but look at some of the players who are falling to injuries. Chris Paul of the LA Clippers, Mark Gasol in Memphis. Uh, we're seeing the LA Lakers, their point guard situation. They were counting so heavily on getting Kobe Bryant back. Steve Nash might as well retire because he isn't playing and not slated to come back anytime soon. You look at the Wolves, they get Roni Turioff back in the lineup. He helped against the 76ers. Chase Buttinger is going to be back soon. So while last year was just an, a horrible nightmare for Wolves fans and probably much worse for players and staff as well, things are getting better. It's slow. It's not happening as fast as many fans and we would like it. But indeed, things are happening and uh, a nice win to prove our point tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. Time now, let's uh, tap our bench. The Simon Says Six Man. Welcome uh, two of my broadcast colleagues from Game on TV. It's the A-Train, Artie Koo to my right. Eric Hoffman, as you see, uh, to my left, the Webby. Big sports fans and even bigger basketball fans. Hello, fellas. Hey, Rod. How you doing, Rod? Eric, it's good to see you. Thank you for taking the words right out, right out of my mouth. When Rod puts me on assignment, I'm exhaustive yeah, with my right. research. Assignment indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little bit of fun while he was away. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys were looking at this, and you know, one of the things I left off just because I wanted to make a point of it was, um, you know, the Wolves come up with a win that we all were talking about and liking tonight, but the taste of that loss to Oklahoma City in Target Center the other night. still lingers for me because the Wolves had it, they gave it back, and a number popped up today that uh, the A-Train was talking about. They're 0-9 in games uh, decided by four points or less. That's not good. Right, that's not good, and um, you you win half of those games 
you know, and you got a different story, you got a different record. So those close games are the ones that I think that they're going to have to start. I mean, they're going to need to start winning those close games. You got to have to, you're going to need to pull some of these out at the end here. And Eric and I were kind of talking about that a little earlier too. Well, I think that's true. I mean, you turn that around, season looks a lot different to us, but I think the law of averages will come into play here too. You know, there's a, there's a point in the season where fans get to the point of, am I concerned? Am I worried? This season to me doesn't feel like it's a free fall or I'm concerned as a, as a fan. I I'm still think the team's got a lot of talent and upside. This is something they've had to work out through the injuries. Yeah. This this close games when that bench needs to respond. That stuff will come. I think we'll have some upside coming in the second half. That law of averages thing comes into play, though, with 0-9. You would think that they would, two or three of those games they would come away with. 0-9 is not a good number. And I didn't do well in math in school, so I No, but I, 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 listen, <laughs> over the course of 82 games, I, I agree with you, but I'm yeah. looking at that saying – you got to get a couple of these. And, oh, absolutely. And, and they didn't get any help, let's be honest. Right. That game against Dallas on, uh, well, it was right, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, right after New Year's or somewhere. I forget exactly where. It's last week yeah. in the last 10 days when uh, Love got fouled and they didn't call it and right. they lose the game. Yeah. Those are games when they were at Cleveland. They, had, they came out with a pretty crappy effort. Uh, they lose at Washington against the Celtics there. I mean, the, there's just there's just too many of them. And beating the, the bad teams in the NBA has to be priority one of this basketball team or the playoffs, they'll still be on the outside looking in. Yeah, you have to beat, you have to beat and show up for the teams that you're supposed to be. Uh, and like they did tonight now in Philadelphia, and that's a good thing. You know, it's funny. They're now, as we tape this, 17 and 17. And off season, we've been sort of saying, you know, they are a 500 team. They've been having lots of back and forward. You know, they'll win two, lose two, win three, lose two. Mm-hmm. So they're staying right at that 500 line. And for a while there, you can sense the frustration of the fans because we know that this team can do better. We we know the talent that's on this team uh, is is much better than maybe what they play at times. However, I'd say this: at this point in the season, at this point in the year, uh, going mid January now. I'd much rather be 17 and 17 yep. and in the position that the Wolves are in right now, rather than looking at a team like the New York Knicks, the LA Lakers, Lakers yeah. you know, where you're going to have a fire sale of guys are talking about trading Carmelo. You're talking about getting rid of Gasol in LA, you know, total change of scenery going on out there. Whereas if the Wolves, like Eric was saying, I don't, I'm not panicked. I, I still feel like, you know, we're in a good position. They were, the organization's in a good position going forward here, coming up into February, getting towards the all-star break. And uh, like you had mentioned with the injuries, having a chance to kind of move up in the rankings. Here. So they don't have as many injuries, knock on wood. They they do let some of these uh, winnable games get away. You still say no panic. No, absolutely. There, this time this year where we're at, uh, I don't feel like the team's in a free fall. I don't think people think that. I think that there's – we're looking for that gear to be kicked in. That's going to happen. There's, there's this – this year is different for me. There's an implicit trust I have with the front office, with the team now – that's a little different with Adam in there with, with Saunders. There's a different feeling. There's a different level of something happening there that I can feel coming down through that. It takes time for the team to call us and bring that forth, Yeah, but it's there palpably. So do you guys think that it's fair that all this uh, – I hear criticism against Rick Adelman on the radio yeah. daily. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's – I think that you're going to have that no Is this just a, because it's, it's the a town? Na- it's the nature of the beast. Thank I think you. it's a frustration – it's it's the frustration over the years, I think, you know, and, and you're not a team is you're very rarely going to get a team that's going to go from 
nothing to everything right. in a one season thing. And what what if you look at Edelman's been here now for a few years, that you look at the progression that the team has made over that time. Yes, it is time to make the playoffs, but they are moving in the right direction. And I don't. Yeah. I think I people this time like to take pot shots as well, and, that, and that's just the kind of no. nature of how we do things. <laughs> you know, and, hey, I might be guilty here and there too. But I think fundamentally what Adam has had to deal with and, and the progression he's made, I think, to already your point, is, yeah. is significant. The, the talent that he brings and the, and the composure he can bring is going to be significant. We get this team back healthy. We get that bench pulled up a bit. Adam knows how to do that. Yeah. This isn't a loss. And, and let's not forget what we had in here before Adelman came. We, we could right. go back to having... Something like that. Kurt Rambis? What, what, which is when the absolute free falls happened. Would when you, you want knew there's that? no way out. <laughs> right. So so for everybody taking pot shots, give me your alternative. Yeah. Oh. You're really laying down the gun. You you're uh, starting the new year with a little bit of an aggression. Well, I mean, come on. It's it's just like anything else. I mean, people have fans in any sports market, I feel like have very short-term memories. Yeah, and and, and one like, of the things I love about the A train is because he had, he has Chicago roots. Yeah, <laughs> and I was one of those guys who was thinking, you know, it might be all right to go out and get. And I know I'm mixing my uh, sports here a little <laughs> bit, but that's all right. I'm making a point. It might be okay to go out and get a guy like Jay Cutler, because he will be a free agent, will be available. Get him, draft a rookie, train the rookie, let the rookie come up and make mistakes. And then the Bears go and blow it and sign Cutler to a long-term contract. And and you were telling oh, yeah. me that Bears fans, Bears fans, this is the same thing, just just like that. Bears fans, <laughs> go. oh God, seven years go. of Jay Cutler. Oh, how can we put up with this? And it's like you forget you had thirty quarterbacks in the course of like five, six years. This you know, is like morning coffee with been. my wife. Right? So take a take a you know take a chill pill, everybody. No, take yeah. a chill pill, relax. Rick Adelman is. A future Hall of Fame coach. He's yeah. got over a thousand wins. He knows what he's doing with these guys. And just like Eric said, is maybe looking at the other side of the river. I don't feel so yeah. worried about this team. You know, you got to go back and look at some of the old tape of the um, the teams Adelman had in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. They look so much like this basketball team. You and, you and, have the explosive forward. You have a center who can pass and is growing into his role. And were those teams successful? They're very successful. Right. Now, did they get to the promised land? No, they got really close. But things can happen. You never know. With but I but I agree with you. Yeah. I would like to find out where I can get those chill pills. Though is that uh, like CVS or oh, something? I can't. I don't think I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Uh, anything uh, that we need to keep an eye on? Or as or, and by the way, are you freezing your tail off? Is it cold enough for a year? This is good times yes. in Minnesota. <laughs> this is good times. <laughs> I saw the. I was at Target Center the other day uh, around the fight time, and uh, Big Dang, the uh, the the rookie center, uh, was walking around, and he kept walking around inside the building after practice and would not go outside. <laughs> Some of my so favorite cold. tweets have been Rubio's tweets about the cold out here. Yeah. Just follow him for yeah. that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like these guys say, why would I live here in the winter if I wasn't playing basketball? And most of the people say the same thing. Uh, any thoughts? Any final thoughts? No, I think that the, the only thought going forward about the Wolves is this, is that you know it's been such a drought since we've had a playoff basketball team in you know for for the wolves that i think that as a fan i i want to see them in and i believe they're in the right position to get into the playoffs get into the dance you know and let's let's see what happens from there and and i'm i'm happy with where they're at am i totally pleased no i feel a little underachieved we're not supposed to be but you know right. what yeah. 
like I said, I would much rather be 17 and 17 in the 10th spot right now than the Lakers or the Knicks or somebody else. You know, I find interesting that we're still engaged. Right. We're still watching this team. Yes. We're still rooting for them. We're not checking out because I think you're right. We know the playoffs are at the end of this rainbow here. This this is happening. Yeah. And he's building stuff that we're going to rely on. It's not going to be, you know, one blip on the radar. And I think that's what I'm really looking forward to and feeling a lot, a lot of positivity about. I completely agree with you guys. Good stuff. And uh, we'll be back. Are you in town next week or are you on business assignments? <laughs> I guess I'll have to check with your uh, schedule. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> You're one and done. Very nice. Thank hey, you all. I, we'd love to hear from you too. Write, uh, drop me a note uh, at rod at game on TVMN.com. And, and also take a moment to read our weekly blog at Simon says at timberwolves.com full of inside information and thoughts. It's refreshed weekly. And don't forget when the wolves are in town, like they are this Monday, Robbie Hummel is going to be joining us at bar Abilene on Monday, along with Vikings linebacker, Desmond Bishop. You can catch them and get free autographs at the new uptown Minneapolis home of game on TV. It's bar Abilene. Great food too. The best guacamole you may ever eat. Get all our updates. Game on TV, revised website. It's freshened up and looks new. And uh, listen for me, too, on K-Twin Radio. It's 96.3. So until next time, I'm Rod Simons. Make it a great day. Thanks for clicking into Simon Says the Podcast. And keep your game on. You're listening to the Timberwolves Entertainment Network. Be sure to subscribe to all the Timberwolves Entertainment Network podcasts on iTunes.